This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 291, Real Student Consult. Clear up your communication in speaking and writing. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, we have our first student consultation with Laura. Hear about her difficulties with writing task two and speaking part three, and get my specific advice for improving IELTS preparation. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. We have a, a flagship episode today. The first episode of its kind. Um, we are inviting students from our course to come on the show and talk about their specific problems in their IELTS preparation. Because for sure, you some of you guys listening are going to have these same problems. And I'm going to give you and the student specific advice on what to do about these things and increase your IELTS scores. All right. So our first very special three keys student guest is Laura. Um, Laura, can you introduce yourself, please? Hello, everyone. My name is Laura, and I am from Colombia. And are you living in Colombia now? And no, I'm living in Australia. Okay, awesome. Um, what are you doing in Australia? I'm working and studying English. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Well, you're. I know you're definitely studying English. <laughs> Um, so you were one of the first people to respond in our Facebook group when I asked who wanted to come on. And so you just got the lucky quick responder. You get to be the first one. So, um, you sent me some really, really good questions about your speaking and writing worries. Um, and listeners, I encourage you to take notes on all of this stuff because I am sure that you're experiencing some of the same difficulties. Um, they're, they're common, right? And luckily they're not difficult to fix. Okay. So Laura, what's the first thing you feel like, um, you want to improve? Uh, in writing, that's to, I think that I'm too worthy and my sentences are too long, too long. And also my yeah. paragraphs. Yeah. You know what? Um, I have this problem too. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like in my, um, English classes in high school and stuff, those are the comments like I always got in the margins of my essays. Too wordy. Cause I just wanted to add like all these fancy adjectives I and know. just like go 
on and on. Um, is that what you feel like you're doing? Like you just want to add more description? Add more description and talk something to introduce the final sentence and the main sentence. So talk about the past first and then introduce the real sentence that I want to know, that I want to say there. Oh, I see. So your issue is with the transitions. Like you, you're trying really hard to link one sentence to the next sentence. Yes. And to introduce one sentence, I use another long sentence to introduce it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's a couple things that you could do about that. Um, I'm just making notes as I talk to you. So <laughs> the first thing to do is to make sure that, um, every word is necessary. You know what I mean? Like you look at the sentence and you think, what is the, the main information in this sentence? Is it, um, the advantage of public transport is, um, reducing pollution, for example? Like those are the main information words. So you can find those in the sentence and underline them and then look around there. How many more words do you have? Are they necessary? Are they adding to the meaning? Some, uh, one really strong characteristic of how we communicate in English, in writing specifically, is that we only want to give necessary information. You know, um, you have to remember that in, in English writing, and I know it's different in other cultures, um, but in English writing, we value being direct. And that's why if there's a native speaker looking at your essay, they're probably thinking, like, I, I don't need half of these words, you know, like, this, I just, I don't need to know this. <laughs> I, that happens to me when I'm checking the essay. And I read it again. And I say, but why did I say this before? <laughs> I don't need this and this and this. Yeah. Well, that's great. So you can already see what you need to cross out. So if the more that you catch yourself doing that, the more that you actively look at your essay and cross out words you don't need, that's going to train your brain. You're going to learn not to do that in the future. So it's just a matter of being, of spending time proofreading your work. Okay. And that's how you're going to train your brain. And another thing you can do is, um, in the course, yeah. we give you that, uh, writing task to essay outline, right? Um, and it has all the linking words that you need. So for you, Laura, I think you should stick to that, like, exactly. You know what I mean? Don't try and come up with your own ways to introduce ideas. Just use the transition phrases I provided. I think that's going to cut out um, not only time, but it's also going to cut out the words you don't need. Yeah, that's true. Because when I was doing the practice, I used the same word that you say to me, use these words, and it's much better. Hey, there you go. <laughs> but I still think that are too long paragraphs. So I can shorten my sentences, but the paragraphs are still too long. Okay, and I write sure. And write. 
I know. No, I I feel you, man. Even <laughs> like just seriously, like five minutes before our um, time to meet today, I was working on a blog post and I just I just get lost in what I'm writing, you know, and all of a sudden I looked at the time and I'm like, oh, my oh, my oh. God, I have to record in five minutes. <laughs> like it's 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 a lovely thing to do to get lost in your writing. But um, for the purposes of test prep right? Like that's that we can't do that. So Laura, what you need to do is start timing yourself. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be hard at first because you're not used to expressing your ideas in a short, efficient way. And the only way to, to do that is to start timing yourself because you're, you're ready to time yourself. Like you understand how to write the essay. Um, now you need to fine tune it, right? So start timing yourself 40 minutes, five minutes to plan, 30 minutes to write, five minutes to check. And you're not going to finish the first time you time yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, you're going to be like, what? That time went so fast. I'm in paragraph two. <laughs> in the plan. <laughs> so yeah, you really need to start timing yourself because that's the only way you're going to, to push yourself, to challenge yourself, to, to force yourself to, to follow the format more strictly. Yes. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. um, and I think another thing you can do is to um, look at your brainstorm. Um, when, when you brainstorm, Laura, do you brainstorm a lot of ideas? A lot of ideas and long sentences, mm -hmm. no, like keywords. I write straight everything that I want to say in the essay. Oh, goodness gracious. How, how long are you spending brainstorming? The 10 minutes that say their exercises. That's oh, why goodness. I made it. <laughs> Okay, so here's another way that we can fine-tune this, definitely. So brainstorm, five minutes, that's it. And never, ever write complete sentences because um, okay. it's just a waste of time, okay? But as you brainstorm, as you're taking notes, you need to constantly check back to the question and make sure your ideas are sticking to the topic. Yeah, that's right. another problem. Yeah, yeah, I saw that in the email. So, um, I think, um, it sounds like you're the type of person, um, and I'm this type of person too. Like, I just, I just, I love creating. I love coming <laughs> up with ideas. I love writing. I just, I love the whole process. Um, but, you know, that's, that's real life. Yeah. <laughs> IELTS is not real life. So you just have to train, train your IELTS brain, you know? So timing and constantly checking yourself and checking the question. I think those are the keys for you. Okay. Hi guys. If you want a chance to get personal advice from me about your IELTS questions, Join our course today. You can do that at allearsenglish.com forward slash keys. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Okay. Um, all right. So, oh, and Laura, mm -hmm. you don't have to take notes right now because you're going to have this recording. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking notes. I know. I could hear it in the background. 
Yeah, don't oh. don't worry, man. You're I'm you're gonna have all this, so okay. don't worry about that. <laughs> okay, um, cool. So let's move on to speaking. What do you feel um is a challenge for you in speaking? Uh part three is the challenge for me. Um, okay. The, Why? Because the last IELTS test that I did, the examiner asked me a question and I started to speak and speak. And after a while, I realized, oh, I'm now off topic. And the examiner asked yes. me again. But related to children, because I was talking, for example, to, uh, uh, related to adults, and the question oh. was about children. <gasps> Um, yeah. So for, for you and our listeners, there's a a video on our YouTube channel. It's also on our website. Um, if you search part three organization, it tells you the, just the basic organization to stick to. So your lovely characteristic of wanting to communicate a lot in speaking and writing, that's the thing that's getting in the way here too, right? Mm-hmm. So there's there's a couple steps you can do here. First of all, is start by writing out your, your part three answers, okay? okay. Um, so get a bunch of examples. And actually, there's a blog post about this too that was just uh, – just last week it was published. So you could look at that as well. But – so the, do you remember the, the, how to organize your part three answers from the course? Yes, I remember how to do it. Okay. Let, f- fill us in, Laura. How should, how should you organize your part three answers? Uh, introduce the, paraphrase the question, or give my answer, and at the end, uh, summarize my answer. Okay. Yeah. Super close. Almost. So you don't really have to, (laughs) you don't really have to paraphrase the answer. Um, you can, but the most important thing is that you give your opinion in the first sentence straight away. So if the examiner says, what are the advantages of studying abroad? Um, you're not going to say like the, there are many benefits of studying abroad. Like that's, that's paraphrasing the question, but what you should say rather is, in my view, there are numerous amazing benefits to studying abroad. You know what I mean? So you're, you're expressing your opinion with strong intonation, especially. You're doing that right away. So give your opinion clearly right away. And then you need to support that again right away with specific details and examples. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you're not repeating yourself, right? And you're not giving a lot of reasons. Don't don't worry about lots of reasons. Just stick to specific details and examples. So in that answer, what would you say, Laura? What if if I asked you, what are the advantages of studying abroad? What would you say? Uh there are a lot of advantages of studying abroad. For example, and start to name which one I think there are the advantages. Okay, yeah. And then be very, very specific about it, right? Um, so like you could say, well, the most obvious advantage, the most obvious advantage of studying in an, in another country is learning the language. And we all know that, um, English is the main target language for that employers look for today. So studying abroad will not only benefit you personally, but it will also increase your employment opportunities for the future. Um, so in that example, I tried to just stick to the one thing about language, right? Mm-hmm. And only talk about that for two or three sentences. 
And then that's it. And then you're done. So write, practice writing out your part three answers. And then you could see if you're sticking to the topic or not. You know, you could see, and it's the same thing you have to proofread in writing task two. Make sure that every word is necessary and make sure that you're not repeating yourself. Okay. Because that was another problem that I had in my previous test. I tried and repeat the same words again and again and again. Yep. And sometimes I was trying to find a word, a better word, and I couldn't. I was just repeating the same word because I couldn't find another word to say the same. So that's that's going to happen because, I mean, you're nervous and you don't have time to think about it. So the only way to... um avoid that, to prepare for that, is to to start by, like I said, writing out your answers, right? And then you you take time to think about the vocab. And then after you get good at that, after you get good at writing out like the short answers you need, and then practice part three answers by yourself in front of the mirror. Okay. So you're not nervous. You're not, there's nobody else there. Um, and just focus on doing the same thing, right? Being specific and using different vocabulary. Okay. Okay? So first step, write out your answers. Second step, practice by yourself in the mirror. Third step is to go into our, um, the Facebook group in our course Mm -hmm. and request other students to practice with you. Um, especially if the students have been in a power hour and they've like already received some feedback from me, then they could share that with you. And there are always students in our course looking for speaking partners. So that's the third step. Oh, that is a good idea. Because right. I have tried to practice with friends here, but they say, yes, I think that is okay, your answer. Oh, they don't know who is the instructor or what the examiner wants. Yeah, well, exactly. That's, that's the danger of, of not practicing with someone who knows about IELTS because you're, they're, you're not going to improve IELTS wise, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, Laura, do you have any other questions today? I think that it, that's it for my speaking and writing. That's the main worries for me. All right. Well, that's awesome. I think I am really happy with what <laughs> happened today here. I think, um, your, the, the issues you have are going to be shared by a lot of other people. They're very common, Laura. So don't feel like you're alone. This happens to <laughs> everyone. Um, but there are, as I said, like these really specific activities you can do, um, to just like, just improve, just fine tune those issues. All right. Okay. Okay, good. So to, to summarize, you guys, um, if, if you also have these issues, it's just a matter of checking yourself, you know, knowing when to start timing yourself and forcing yourself to the next level because you do have to challenge yourself sometimes to get better. Okay. But you do need checklists. So again, guys, if you are a student in our course, you can sign up for these consultations, these, um, special, super special episodes and, uh, go ahead and sign up. And yeah, we will look forward to more of these in the future. So thank you so much, Laura, for coming on today. Thank you too for everything and your help is so much better now. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, have a good day, Laura. Thank you. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye. 
Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.